0: This is part three of four in our series on the building blocks of intimacy. Today we're looking at curiosity, which is the quest for more information. Put this together with the irreducibility that we talked about last time and you have a never ending quest for getting to know your spouse better. Pretty cool stuff.
1: The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to OYF.support. Once again, that website is OYF.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever.
0: Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have an inquisitive episode for you this week. This is episode number 234, and today we're going to be talking about curiosity and how it deepens intimacy.
2: Hey there. Before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we discussed how irreducibility deepens intimacy. So that's definitely worth going back and checking out, maybe even before you listen to this one.
0: It's much more interesting than it sounds, by the way.
2: Yeah, it sounds so nerdy, nerdy, but it was very interesting. Anyways, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us.
0: Or buttons. If you have more than one, just hit them all. (laughs) And if you're also struggling with your marriage, we offer sound research-based advice. And most of all, we offer hope. Let's talk about curiosity, baby.
2: All right. What is curiosity?
0: Well, here's... Did you notice
2: how curious that was?
0: Oh, very much so, yes.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: It's the desire to obtain new information. This is a definition we found in the research here. And explore the gap between what you know and what you want to know.
2: Mm, what if you don't want to know anything?
0: Well, then you're not going to be very curious, are you?
2: Huh. Nope, you're not.
0: But in marriage, curiosity inspires us to continue kind of just that ongoing quest for more information from our spouse to embrace their irreducibility, which Mm -hmm. is a reference to last episode again. Usually curiosity is looking for some kind of resolution, like you want to get to the bottom of something. Yeah. But since we're always growing and changing as individuals, we never actually arrive there either. Hmm. Okay. So it's kind of both satisfying but unsatisfying at the same time. Okay. It, you It know, keeps you wanting more. And so the process repeats itself over and over. Curiosity leads you to different areas of exploration, to learning new things with each other, about each other, through each other, I think. And we engage in that process of seeking information and then engaging to try to discover it. And then there is a sense of resolve as we do learn something new. Mm-hmm. But we keep doing this over and over throughout our lifespan together.
2: So when you say it's... Unsatisfying, you just mean in the sense that we want more, not that it's like, eh.
0: Yeah. Unsatisfying is not the right word.
2: Yeah. So there is that sense of resolve as you learn something new. It still yes has that feel good feeling, yeah. but you just want more of it. Yes. So it doesn't satiate. 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 Yeah. Satiate.
0: You know, it's uh, in simple terms, it's kind of it's like sex. So at the resolution, like when you're done having sex, it's you're resolved,
2: mm-hmm. it's done,
0: but it doesn't mean you'd never want it again. Mm, yeah. Right? Okay. You'll come back to it. So the curiosity kind of, and which makes sense because we're talking about intimacy here, right? Mm-hmm. Of which physical intimacy is one expression. Yep. So we're going to look at five ways that curiosity actually deepens intimacy. And so okay. this just kind of knowing the different ways that it happens helps you get a picture of, okay, how do we do more of this curiosity thing? Although we'll get pretty specific about that towards the end. Okay. But the first thing to know is that curiosity leads to deeper understanding of one another. And just like the old saying that closed mouths don't get fed... You can't know more about your spouse if you do not allow yourself to. Okay. So by being curious, you create room for new revelations. And we'll look at how those revelations translate into intimacy in a moment. But you create room for these new revelations or new kind of getting to know parts of each other. And you also create the opportunity to build more understanding between yourself and your spouse.
2: Mm. And
0: understanding, as we've talked about in past episodes, I don't actually think we've mentioned this for a while, but understanding is critical to acceptance. Like if I understand why you're doing something... yeah it makes it easier to accept what you're doing if what you're doing seems unusual or, or whatever. Right? Yeah. So yeah. When your spouse does something that jars you, if you don't have the information on hand to explain why that jarring behavior occurred, then you're likely to make up your own explanation. Okay. If you're in a distressed marriage, that explanation is likely to be negative because of confirmation bias, which we talked about in episode 230.
2: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. curiosity
0: helps you avoid all that automatic negative interpretation and helps you understand then why your spouse acted the way she or he did.
2: Right. So this is like being curious in the moment.
0: In the moment, Yeah.
2: To try and understand.
0: Okay. Something just happened there. I wasn't expecting what's going on. Like, help me understand. And you just kind of lean into the problem rather than sitting back and folding your arms. And
2: Right. So it's not like you have to have gathered all this information and you have it all there ahead of time.
0: Yeah. You no. can
2: gather it in the moment.
0: Just do it real time. Okay. Kinda, yeah. Okay. So I hope it doesn't feel like a super high pressure kind of thing either.
2: No, but just be curious. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then another, so another aspect too, of how it affects intimacy. <laughs> yep. I was just thinking
2: instead of defensive like my right. my knee-jerk reaction is like defensiveness, right? But when I actually get there and can be curious, it's it is a totally it, different conversation. Totally different. And yeah. generally my defensiveness was not even necessary or even accurate.
0: Right. So make I mean that's a great point for like making this in, a new default. Yeah. position
2: or when someone asks a question like my knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, how could they even ask that or right. whatever? Whereas if I can just be curious and find out what's on their mind, right. it just is a totally different outcome. Absolutely. Okay, so curiosity leads to deeper understanding. That makes yeah. total sense.
0: And kind of related to that then, the, the knowledge that comes from that means that you're growing together. So knowing means growing. So when you're willing to take in whatever your spouse chooses to share with you Mm -hmm. that initiates the process of what we call self-expansion and self-expansion is growing and learning from what your spouse shares with you so let me just give you a quote here from one of the studies to help us understand this self-expansion idea when we're in a relationship that offers self-expansion opportunities besides feeling closer to our partner we become linked to them. Their qualities become part of us. Several studies show that greater self-expansion corresponds with greater relationship satisfaction and commitment. So when your spouse shares with you as a result of you being curious with them or about them, Mm -hmm. that prompts you to grow and to become fuller because they're sharing with you, like just the adoption of that knowledge and that deeper understanding. Okay. Right? And so for example, when a spouse shares their strength, they improve your strengths by doing so. What? How is that? Well, what part of this is not clear to you?
2: Well, if I share my strength with you, what is this, me telling you about one of my strengths? No, no, no.
0: So if you do something maybe that's unexpected, Yeah. I respond with curiosity. Yeah. And you reveal that in doing this, there's some strength or resourcefulness. And I'm like, wow, that's really impressive. I want to be like that too.
2: Oh. Then self-expansion occurs. Oh, Okay.
0: So their ideas, their innovation, if you will, as they face different life situations, those add to your ideas and their resources add to your resources. And this is okay. how you kind of get to this two heads are better than one idea, the old adage, right?
2: Okay. Okay.
0: So being curious frequently will lead to you learning and growing more. And that translates to being more fulfilled in the marriage and more committed to it. So as you use curiosity to deepen your intimacy, you, you also inevitably, you start becoming stronger, smarter, more effective in life as well because the the wisdom that exists inside both of you becomes shared
2: so you both gain the other person's wisdom that's self expansion okay okay yeah that one's a little bit more abstractish
0: yeah i still think it's pretty cool Okay. That's kind of learning from each other and being challenged to okay. think about things in new ways, right? Yes. and makes Which makes you more adaptive and flexible than if you had never had that opportunity because you weren't curious enough right. to learn from your spouse. Because
2: if you're closed-minded, you, you just, can't take in that information. You can't right. relate to the next situation. right. Uh, Okay Right.
0: So once again for this episode we've created a bonus worksheet uh, This is for our supporters that we appreciate so much Who are with us month to month And help us to make this podcast possible You know sometimes it does take a little assistance To spark the curiosity and to get it going So our bonus guide this week includes 32 curious questions you can ask your spouse And you'll definitely want to check that out If you're a patron and take it on your next date Or road trip together Great thing to do in the car Yeah
2: too. we like doing stuff like this in yeah. the car
0: And you can get this by becoming a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. We'll take a quick uh, 60-second break here to tell you more about that.
1: What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often, high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day-to-day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse and your family. Counseling can be expensive and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support.
0: You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about a couple ways that curiosity affects intimacy. Uh, Let's go over a few more ways that this happens before looking at a really common problem or question that folks sometimes ask,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: which is, what if we already know everything about each other?
2: Then they didn't listen to last week's podcast.
0: Oh, easy. We're just going to be curious. We're not going to go straight to church.
2: (laughs) Okay. I need to learn that strength.
0: Okay. So curiosity also makes you more open to your spouse. This is another way that it deepens intimacy. When you limit yourself to being preoccupied with your own ideas, your own thoughts, your own desires or wants, That's a more closed-minded perspective. Mm -hmm. But curiosity, on the other hand, it achieves the opposite of that. Higher levels of curiosity often come with higher levels of openness. So when you Mm -hmm. choose to learn about your spouse, you're also choosing to maintain an open heart and a willingness to engage with whatever might come. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is obviously great for intimacy because when your spouse feels a sense of openness coming from you, Mm -hmm. then they feel more comfortable to share because there's a sense of security knowing that they won't be judged. Okay. Okay. So in other words, being curious and being open creates a safe space for both of you where you can feel free to speak on honest, heartfelt terms. Mm -hmm. And that is fertile soil for intimacy to grow in.
2: Yeah. Okay. I have a question here about like this closed mind versus being very open. And, you know, people talk about, oh, if you're so open-minded, your brains fall out or, you know, these kind of cliche things. So how does that work here? Like sometimes you have to kind of be the reality check for your spouse. but you can still be curious in doing it and find out the whys behind what they're thinking.
0: Usually that like, I hear some of what you're saying, moving more towards moral issues. Like you're you're too open minded about moral matters. So you'll consider anything as a possibility. Okay. And yet, even in that there's still some value, not in lowering your morals or denying your moral values, but in just being really curious about even in that case, why your spouses would be different than yours.
1: But right. Not exactly the same. Yeah. How did
0: you get to that? How did you arrive that? What happened in your family of origin? Okay. just really understanding all those things, which helps you to understand that, and then maybe in return they'll understand why yours are more conservative. Maybe there's something that happened in your life which was frightening or damaging okay. to okay. you, so you, you really kind of clamp down on one particular value.
2: So this openness is not a sense of uh,
0: anything goes.
2: Anything goes, but yeah. just openness as a sense of acceptance.
0: Yeah, open to hearing and just understanding without judgment.
2: And then having the curiosity. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, sorry, what was the next one?
0: So, with regards again to how this builds intimacy, it makes you more adaptable, which maybe kind of falls on with a little bit from what we're saying here. But this is great for intimacy because it means you're both willing to take on whatever challenges might develop in your marital journey. So, one of the researchers suggested that there's a link between higher levels of curiosity and adaptability. So the more curious you are, the more adaptable you are. Not only that, the more curious you are, the more proactive you are. So a couple that's more curious is less likely to feel intimidated by hurdles and change that comes in their marriage
2: Okay, because
0: they're more adaptable.
2: Huh. So this is not just adaptable to your spouse. This is like adaptable in life in general.
0: Yes. And as we often say for Linda in our marriage podcast, it just seems to come out through various facets of the research that that marriage can act as a buffer against the stressors of life. And this is one of the ways that that happens. Okay. Because just that desire to receive, to engage with new information, it means that you are on some level ready to take that information on and you feel confident that you can handle it wherever it leads, which which really kind of translates to, you know what, we can roll with the punches. So adaptability helps us achieve intimacy because it gives us a sense of confidence that wherever life takes us, we're going to survive this and we're going to thrive through this together. We're going to figure it out.
2: Be curious through it all. Yeah. Huh. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now, again, coming back to the open-minded thing too, curiosity also encourages acceptance. Of course, being accepted or feeling that you're accepted is important to being willing to be intimate or close to someone, yeah. right?
2: So, how does that work?
0: Researchers suggest that people who are uncomfortable with uncertainty are more likely to jump to conclusions about others. Hmm. They rely on their own expectations. They rely on their initial impressions of a situation. They draw premature conclusions. They fall back on stereotypes much more readily. Mm-hmm. And that hmm.
2: you're way more curious than I am. <laughs> and that quote just talked much more about me than you. Yes. Mm Hmm. So I need to be more curious. Apparently.
0: Well, give it. You know, just be curious about what it might be like to be more
2: curious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: So I feel like I'm preaching at you now, but I'm just going to keep going with my my notes here. Okay. This is obviously problematic because you end up basing your your conclusions on an incomplete data set.
2: That is so true.
0: And those can be misleading, right? But curiosity, on the other hand, can overcome sometimes. Misleading first impressions, mm-hmm. or first impressions that are misleading at times. I'm not saying they're always misleading. Okay,
2: right. Sometimes you have to go with yeah. your gut.
0: But, or well, regardless, sometimes your first impressions are bang on.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But sometimes they're misleading. Yeah. But curiosity can help you overcome those times when they are misleading. Which gives you room to give each other time and opportunity to discover what's really going on in your marital interaction, whatever was around that. So, married couples can use curiosity to move beyond and beyond negative feelings to try to find some common ground. Okay. So, so instead of just feeling kind of gobsmacked or something's got you between the eyes because of whatever went on, curiosity can make a little bit of room for you to, to just be curious before you really take it personally,
2: mm-hmm. so to speak, right? Before you attack.
0: And attack, yeah. So you can see how that that's a huge uh, deferral help in deferring conflict.
2: Yeah. This kind of goes to the, like the, you might be right instead of instant defensiveness.
0: Yeah. Cause if I go, okay, yeah.
2: you might be right. Then I have to be curious
0: to figure out. I can't imagine any way that you could possibly be right, but I'm going to try.
2: Okay. I didn't want to come out and say that, but
0: I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> but we all struggle with that, right?
2: Yeah, but but the curiosity gives you the tool to move past that, and like, let's write a different story here. It
0: helps you back off the knee-jerk defensiveness.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So here's another quote that I thought was pretty interesting. Curious people show a strong tendency to engage in tension-producing situations that offer self-expansion opportunities. When, okay, that's you. When profoundly aware and curious, a person is able to be responsive to the disclosures of other people and enjoy the intimacy generation process, regardless of any negative thoughts and emotions.
2: Okay, well, the first quote summed up me, and the second quote summed up you. <laughs> okay. Huh.
0: So that's uh, that's from a study uh, by, I won't try the names, four researchers in 2011. Really interesting stuff, right? Yeah. So here's here's an example. In a situation where your spouse comes home in a dark mood, grumpy or whatever, and you find yourself thinking it must have been something you said or did, curiosity inspires you to actually look for the answers instead of assuming you already know them. And so this can be really helpful if you're married to someone who has a hard time expressing themselves too, or tends to communicate more non-verbally, so using body language more so than verbalizing their feelings. So your spouse's eye roll, which we're not a fan of contemptuous expressions, but just taking this one for what it is as an example, your spouse's eye roll might not really be a sign that you're annoying them. Their shoulder shrug response to your question might not mean that they're brushing you off. But if you take that action and you draw your own conclusions, you might miss the point. You miss the opportunity to get the heart of the matter.
2: And then that's almost like a little wedge between you.
0: Yes. And confirmation bias will keep you picking up those little signals. Yeah. Whereas curiosity helps you to get around that bias and lean in.
2: And maybe, maybe your spouse was right.
0: Inconceivable. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Let's move on. Yep. Okay. So what about the situation where... We already know everything about each other. So first and foremost, as we covered last week, and you mentioned this for Linda, episode 233, it simply isn't humanly possible to know absolutely everything about your spouse. Yeah. We don't even necessarily know absolutely everything about ourselves. So we're always growing Mm -hmm. and developing as people, so is our spouse. And besides this, the good news is that curiosity seems to breed interest as well. So, scholars suggest that curious people are able to create interest on their own, even when faced with situations that are not particularly interesting at face value. Huh. Like, your mom is a curious chatter. Like, she, she meets a person Yeah. that, you know, I've seen it just one or two times. I don't have specific examples that I'm thinking of, but it just. It's resonating in my memory where I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a tough conversation. And she just kind of picks up and manages to chat. She just asks little questions that kind of move it forward, right? So that's being curious. Okay. And using that to breed interest.
2: And then you can usually find something interesting about somebody.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like when you, if you ever find yourself making small talk with a stranger and you ask them the obligatory question just to be polite and maybe you're planning to zone out and then they drop a really interesting answer on you, Mm -hmm. right? And it grabs your attention. That moment breathes new life into the exchange where you weren't anticipating anything special happening. Mm-hmm. And it ends. you end up seeing the person in a new light, right? Yeah. So this is where in our marriage, we can remind ourselves that that special thing, the interesting thing, the funny things that come out, the random things, it's right there below the surface. And we just have to ask and be open, be curious, right? And just stay in that space of anticipating the greatness, the newness, the charm that your spouse has within them. Keep digging, keep asking, and you'll find it. Like there's gold in there.
2: So what you're saying is like, okay, you say you know everything about each other, but you really don't. So use that curiosity to find out more and to like gold dig, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Like
0: it's kind of like, you know, not to be trite, but you know everything about the two inches down that you've dug. Oh, is that a little too sassy?
2: Well, then that makes it my fault for not knowing more.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, be curious and keep digging. Mm -hmm. There's more down there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not all that that shallow.
0: No, but if it's, if, you know, we just kind of get in a rut, so we cap ourselves off on these things
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and there's more.
2: Okay. Yeah. So then how do we do curiosity? Okay. I think anybody can be
0: curious, but there are ways to do it well and ways that are conducive to intimacy. So this might be counterintuitive. I don't know if that's the right word, but be open to receiving. So, if receiving you're going to be what? the information you get back when you're being curious. Oh,
2: I see. Okay. So,
0: keep an open mind and heart.
2: And you actually have to listen when you ask a question.
0: Yeah. So, you have to go into curiosity with an empty bucket, so to speak. Huh. Like not a bucket full of crabs uh-huh. ready to bite <laughs> it, or full of rocks or whatever, right? Yeah. You have, you have to go in willing to receive. Okay. And, And you have to go in. So the second thing too, is to know that there might be more than you expected or bargained for. So not every answer is going to be clean cut because life isn't, neither is marriage. So be prepared for answers that are complicated and maybe even create more questions. So that's just the willingness to, that's sort of a a mental acknowledgement of the irreducibility part.
2: Right. But it's like when you're digging and you find like a vein of gold, you don't stop. Yes. It's like, okay, there's more there. Like, let's dig more.
0: Or maybe there's silver there, which you weren't expecting, along with the gold. You know what I mean? That's the complexities. Like, what other, what all is in here? Mm -hmm. Third thing, embrace uncertainty. And this helps you adapt to whatever doors your curiosity might open, whatever changes or challenges it might bring. When you don't force your own preconceived ideas and expectations onto a situation before it even happens, you're more prepared to deal with the reality of the situation because you're willing to embrace the uncertainty. So instead of getting hung up on what you expected it to be, we're just going to go in with like, you know what? I'm not sure what we're going to find, but we're going to have fun trying to find it. Embracing the uncertainty, right? Well, these are learned skills.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: And then finally, and I thought this was an interesting point, to be a learner, not a student. So a student is trying to get to the right answer to get a specific result from that process. But it's actually about the learning process itself, not some kind of end goal. You're not trying to graduate here. You're trying to be a lifelong learner. Learning yeah. is the goal. And it's a goal you can achieve every single time. So it's like always be learning. That's how you stay curious. Yeah. So it's not like, you know what? I need to go down another inch in your life. So I'm going to read the 32 questions to you.
2: Okay, done that.
0: And oaf, or we have intimacy now. It's more like, okay, this is a lifelong commitment to being curious, to being a learner. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this sort of how do I do the curious thing is really about mentality and attitude.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's not just like the 32 questions. Even though those will help you get started, yep. you still have to use them and have the right mindset when you're using them.
0: Yeah, and then use them as springboards.
2: Uh huh. Huh. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense. I think so.
0: I thought so. I thought that was pretty cool. How curiosity deepens intimacy. It's yeah. a good one.
2: Good. Well, we want to just say thank you to all our patrons who support us so faithfully month by month.
0: I'm going to give you two names here. Kelly and Patricia.
2: And to Kelly and Patricia, who came on between this recording and the last one, thank you for joining us on the OIF team here. And next week, we are going to have our final four out of four topic.
0: On how to deepen intimacy. Yeah. And it's going to be on empathy. Empathy. Yeah.
2: All right. Should be good. That is all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at oiflink 234. Find out how you can help. Go to
1: oif.support. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Valinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to OYF.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People from Only You Forever.